Little slice of peacocks in your pocket. Good evening, everybody, and welcome along to episode six of the Wordsworth Weekly Podcast. I'm Rich Wilcox-Smith from Peacocks Radio. Alongside me tonight, we have head of social media, who surprisingly is still awake after a long trip yesterday, Max Fournier. Say hello, Max. Uh, hi. Joining him on the bus yesterday and surprisingly is still awake, but in his dressing gown tonight is John Reed. Say hello, John. Hello. It's not a dressing gown. It's an Udi. Oh, same thing. Keeping me warm. Don't have to put the heating on. <laughs> and last but not least, our <laughs> analyst who should be on football manager but isn't, it's Adam White. Adam, say hello. Hello. You've just annoyed me all over again. Yeah. Called him out on that one. <laughs> he, 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 he finally <laughs> got over it. Yeah, he'd just forgotten manager. about it and you've brought it yeah, back. Yeah. Sorry. No, trust, trust me, he hasn't forgotten about it. <laughs> he's, got, it. he's got the, uh, the researcher's name on like a dartboard. But, but literally to the left of him is a dartboard with someone who used to be employed by this club. But... He was never paid. He wasn't good enough for that. So then, guys, um, how are we all doing? Yeah, good. Uh, good. I'm glad I'm yeah, all good, mate. I Absolutely I'm a, in a probably better shape tonight than than the other two chaps that you've just introduced. Uh, I'm, I'm, you can after, say that again, mate. Their, their, I am absolutely late night dead. Coaches what time eight. did we actually roll in? I got in at uh, four in uh, the morning. So we, got, we got back Dirty to the club about quarter past out. three. Wow. Quarter past three into town and unloaded the bus. And I think that was the quickest drive home I've had in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there was no traffic about, was there? Uh, surprisingly, there was, and it, it still slowed me down. How was there traffic that early? It was just the one car that just got in my way. It slowed me down. I mean... It made, made me do the speed limit, so can't really complain. No. Always always uh, keeps the speed limit, John. We don't in, endorse speeding. Even though it's quite fun. I did so speed it. because I couldn't. Fair enough. So, obviously, you two guys went to um, a game that was rearranged from Saturday. Obviously, the FA Trophy game against Welling was due to be played Saturday, but was called off on Friday night, wasn't it, due to the weather? Yes. Um, and annoying. Again, there was a, uh, scheduled uh, on to Tuesday, so which meant the Torquay game had to be postponed at home. So you two were the only two that made the trip to uh, was it Parkview Road? I Parkview think it's called. Road. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's knowledge. Um, how did it go, lads? How did everything like journey up and everything else? We've got all go can, again. Can I ask a question first? What did everyone do with their Saturday off? What did I do? Uh... I went up to Biddeford. You did? Watch you a game right there. I, I yeah. thought I'd find, find some foot match to watch, and I watched a, a nice, boring uh, one-all draw. We were just down the road for each other, because, well, I was up the road. I was in, I went for Appledore playing Mount Gould, which was a bit of a tasty clash in the Devon Football League, and I'm glad to say that after all that, I can't. Up the fish of, fish of them. I was, it was a dog, so I did nothing. I was rearranging my bedroom and it looks like I haven't done a thing, but I have. I've got rid of a lot of stuff, but you wouldn't notice. Nice one. It's nice every now and again to have a Saturday off here. Not in the football season, it's not. Every now and again. It does feel weird, doesn't it? It does, like, because there are obviously still other games going on as well. And then, like, you're sort of watching other results come in thinking, it's weird because I'm sat on my couch. Yeah. Um, just seen that so and so have just scored against so and so. If it's a, a Saturday in the middle of July when there's no games on, you're like, oh, this feels kind. Of, this is all right. I'm not missing anything. Saturday in November when you know full well there's there's a whole set of fixtures and you're not involved in one of them. It feels weird. What was their pitch like last night? Out of interest, did it was it was it? I imagine it's quite it soft. Was, but... It was good. No pitch was there was surprisingly very very good. There was two kind of dodgy bits where both in front of the goal mouths, which were just I thought they were sand. mud. And he pointed, yeah. and Max pointed out, it's no, it's not mud, it's sand. I'm like, Jesus, 
I heard you say that on comms last night, actually, that you thought that it was it was mud, but Max said it was Max said it was sound. So I'd imagine they've had some pretty heavy duty machinery on there probably Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and probably most of Tuesday, to be fair. Wouldn't have been a surprise. That was the difference between getting that game on last night and it not being played Saturday versus like Truro, because obviously they couldn't do they couldn't do the work on the pitch. So yeah. It definitely pays. So only three players were named on the bench as well yesterday. So obviously a lot of changes to the team because short notice players couldn't get it off work and whatever. The team that what did play though last night, how generally did, did they all go? Obviously we've lost on penalties, but in generally, how did the game go? We had a bit of a change of shape. It was closer to a traditional back four, which is, which is, would you agree, John? Yeah. So Jay sort of drops in out of left back and a back three, uh, left, so, left side and centre half every now and again. But a lot of the time it was left back, right back of Chamber and Jay with Bourne Booth in the middle. And I quite liked it. I think it gave us, gave us something different. Zach Smith on left, left flank and Ross Stern down the right, it works. I am, um, obviously I wasn't there. I watched highlights that Welling posted. Um, like nine minute highlights, 10 minute highlights, which is great. Um, and it looked like the first half was sort of cagey. Sort of, let's, let's, let's make sure we're in the game with a bit of a platform. It sounds cagey. Yeah, and then the second half, once we scored the pen, I was sort of Got fire in us. Obviously, yeah, exactly. Listening to comms as well, I was like, "We're going to go and win this. We're we should, have, we then, should have done." And then we give. In the last ten minutes, we had what four or five good chances to win. Yeah, we, yeah. we give the pen away in the. I think it was like eighty third minute, and obviously we ended up playing ninety seven. So still like fourteen, fifteen minutes later. But then when we scored, when Mao scored, what like eighty eight, eighty nine, something like that, and you yeah. see, and then you see the board go up, and you're like, seven minutes here. We've had two real good chances in that time as well, and we we had them under the cosh a little bit. They they were they were under the pump definitely. It would have um, it looked like from the highlights that the last twenty minutes half hour we were we were bang at it, and I was really pleased with um. Rob Rob made a really good point in his in his post match where he was like, it was there a month ago, and it could be there in a month time, and that was a bloody good sign last night that it's trending in the right direction so fingers crossed another good another good performance like that on Saturday with a positive result and we can get back on the back on the plane and start flying again I suppose what was positive last night is that we actually scored two goals and one of them was from open play which is a Brucey bonus because that hasn't happened in a long time <laughs> I, think I, was, I think I saw one of the stats was like nearly 400 hours hours a league goal 400 hours? I think I saw that stat somewhere. It's not it can't be 400 hours, man. If it's 400 saw... hours, how old would we be? We're relegated. It's <laughs> 416 days. So 400 hours since our last... It's 405. Because it's four and a half games. We scored yeah. in stoppage time at Dover, didn't we? So just quick maths. Yeah, 405. It does seem a long time since, well, I've seen a goal. And don't start digging at me saying I don't go to many games. <laughs> well, you don't, to be fair, Rich. You, you knew yourself. it was coming. No but, one was going to mention it if you didn't bring it up. But the thing yeah, is, so, it feels as though well, I haven't been to a game for ages. It's, you obviously yeah, haven't. Over, over, Having that game called off on Saturday, Saturday, and obviously I was planning on going, it feels as though I haven't seen a game in, like, weeks. It's been a, a week and a half because it was... Not long ago, it was Hamill. Yeah, that is in, true. In fairness to you, Rich, I was just trying to think then. My last game was... Oh, I don't even know. Chelmsford? Eastbourne. Chelmsford. Eastbourne, yeah. Eastbourne or Chelmsford, yeah. Eastbourne was the last home game. Chelmsford was the last away game. Whenever that mm. was, 28th of October. Just with cancellations left, right, centre. So obviously, with last game, uh, last night's game uh, taking place of what should have been a great local derby against Torquay, that game has now been um, rearranged. That's now on the nineteenth of December. What do you guys think about 
that game being called off because I think all of us were looking forward to it, were we not? Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be a bit of fun. It's going to be a big crowd and good atmosphere and I kind of like seeing uh, Torquay self-implode. So that would be fun if that happened. But hopefully they'll do it again at Christmas time and then we'll be even more happier. Do you see with the game being close to Christmas that that's going to affect the crowds, do you think, of what would have been a good away following from Torquay, with it being so close to Christmas, do you think that's going to make much of an effect on it? I think it'll be a good thing. Almost because it's, you'll see kids will be off school. I think that's on the week before. Yeah, it is, yeah. So you might see a few more the younger ones come down because it's not like, you know, we've got school in the morning. Their parents sort of might thing. be more inclined to bring them or something, do you know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. That might, that might be to it. But obviously, it's, it's going to be cold. Probably going to be wet. Probably going to be windy. But it might not affect it too much. What more do you want from a local derby? Cold, wet, big atmosphere? My only concern is now... My only concern is now of how many home games we've got in December. Which, in a month we can guarantee it's dry, is fantastic. So we're just going through it. We've got Slough at home on the 5th. Western at home on the 12th. Torquay at home on the 19th. Tunbridge at home on the 23rd and Yeovil at home on New Year's Eve. That's five home matches a month. We all know how our pitch is like, let's put it. Out of those five home matches, are we going to get all five on? Hopefully. But that's a lot of matches to put on that one pitch in a month, in a very wet month as well. Yeah. I think what you've got to give credit to what Kev, and I forget the groundsman's name. Rob, Rob, Rob that's it. Um, what they do to that pitch, they do a hell of a lot of work on it. And, you know, it, you can see why it's won many awards throughout the last couple of years. Hopefully it won't be a problem. But yeah, you're right. Having five games in a month at home is going to be a tough ask. Difficult. They are very, very good at what they do. Rob's a fantastic groundsman. Kev, fantastic groundsman again. They're good do whatever they can to get those games on. Again. Looking at the fixtures, I'll back them to do that. Because I'm just looking at it here. Saturday, Tuesday, this coming week. And then Saturday after we're away. So then that run starts on the 5th. Those home games start on the 5th of December. And it's Tuesday, Tuesday. So that's a week in between. And then, then the next game after the 12th is the 23rd. So that's another 12 days. And then after the 23rd, it's the 31st. Obviously, they'll have a break over no. Christmas. And that will be played regardless, I think. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, I, I think I think the, the pitch this coming month is it's a big... Oh, to be fair, the Torquay game's not on there. I'm missing a game there. 19th, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not been added to Google yet. Yeah, it's not Google. Added, yeah. But that, that, that pitch has got to stand up to those games because... Yeah. Those home games, like three home games there, four home games where it's Western on the 12th, Torquay on the 19th, Tunbridge on the 23rd, and Yeovil on the 31st. That's three local teams in the space right. of two weeks. If, if you are looking it's for big. someone to sum up the word dedication, that is going to be Kev, though, isn't it? Yeah, class. Hard work, dedication, that is, that is Kev Sermi to a T. I, um, I always feel like he can ask more of people because he already does so much. Do you know what I mean? He can always ask for like just that little bit more and you're more inclined to give it to him because you see him tooth and nail, like put, putting his hand on the pump and actually getting stuff done. Good bloke. To be, to be fair, without Kev, this club will be struggling, to be honest. Wouldn't it? Division one self. He, he, he would definitely be my number one pick for a podcast guest because like we all think of like footballers because we all watch them play football and we see them on tv and like we listen to rob and rob's front and center and uh, like fantastic to be fair that was actually um one of the questions that should have been at the end of the pod but we can ask it now if you want who was basically be i think we've been asked this before but who would be your ideal first guest oh from the club to come on 100 because of the there's no one better place to tell you 
what the future of the club looks like, what the progression looks like, what it what what the current situation looks like, what the current plans are. Um, that that is straight from the horse's mouth. Do you know what I mean? There's there's no one above his head. <laughs> you had a chat with Kev last night on the way home. Yeah, uh, on the coach, without giving obviously too many actors away. That we how did it, how did the conversation go with him? Well, it was uh, an interesting one because there was a lot of personal information and details. Uh, we were talking about the ground and talking about how much he does and what he puts into it, as well as how much Carl does and what he does. And yeah, it, it, I was trying to remember because it, it was also at like two in the morning. And we're all kind yeah, of a bit kind of tired and lagging and I had Max snoring next to me. So <laughs> was I. You were. As oh. was Carl, who was off as well. So is that one for oh, the swear jar? Oh, I didn't catch Oh, well, let I me off. Didn't catch it, to be oh, fair. I did. I heard it. Yeah. Let me off. Oh, Come on. That's I'm one for so the swear jar. <laughs> oh, it? no. VAR on that one. one. You're in. <laughs> but yeah, uh, well, talking... I don't have any money. <laughs> yeah, but oh. I, we ended up talking to Car to Kev about like plans for like the if there was going to be a Peacock's bar back, and because that was one of the questions from the live stream yeah. last night. Um, his answer to that was no. Because they're burnt down. Simpler. It's not going to bring the Peacock's bar back because it's, it's not a thing anymore. Um, and he said that they have tried to put things on to get people involved, like coming down. Like he opened up the clubhouse for the when the Farmer game was postponed. So he said every time that they open it, it costs money and they need to make that money back to make it worthwhile being open. Yeah, and so he said he's look rather looking at um ways to instead of throwing money at bar staff and everything and no one coming in, trying to think of how we can spend that money in a better way to benefit everyone, which is fair enough because I don't want to put a downer on it on the Peacock Club there, but when I used to work at the Peacock Club, a lot of comments um, from where the bar was and where it is kind of is now is the fact that when you, when it was open seven days a week, it was a long walk in the dark when there was no lights on from, you know, through the gate to the bar on the other side. But at the end of the day, that's where it always has been. And it's one of those things. Um, But, to be fair, Kev's got plans in place for, you know, eventually for what he wants to do with the club, with, with the ground and the club and wants to pass ground grading because at the end of the day, I know this is a massive if, but if we end up getting towards the playoffs, we want to compete in the playoffs, don't we? So, end of the day, we've got to do something. Yeah, I, I think as as a complete newcomer to the club, obviously when you talk about a Peacock club, I've, like, I've, I've never experienced it so I, I don't know about it but the plans in place that that need to be there to firstly consolidate and sustain the club at the level it's currently at yeah um and I don't there's there's no timeline on on projects like this that take part in the club in the stadium or, or whatever in the infrastructure of the of the club itself but I, I don't think that Kev is the guy to just get to a point and be like, do you know what? I'm going to enjoy the view from here and I'm just going to sit and rest on my laurels. Um, and I think that's a really good quality because even if the next step is is never achieved, yeah, we never get there, we never get to to the playoffs, we never get promoted or whatever, just in case we do, our ground is good enough. Whereas yeah. at the moment, we were one six weeks, it was like, oh, we look like we might potentially be in with a shout potentially because we started really well. And if we sustain this and X, Y, and Z and throw all these anomalies in, and then the next anomaly was, 
well, if we actually got promoted or if we actually competed in the playoffs, is there any actually point being in there? Because would we pass the ground? It's, it's such a catch-22. And you'd rather be in the other side of it, think, have the best ground and be like, if we get promoted, then, then great. And the answer is, if if we did get promoted, we'd be fine. We've got the minimum requirements of what the needed for National League. Is that what he said? That is what he said. Because I was talking to me and I was like, this has been, it's been an issue. It's been raised. If we were to go up, would we be able to actually play in there due to the state? We went, yeah. We've got min- minimum requirements are all um, covered. All the checklists are all done. There's a couple of issues which you could easily sort if we were to go up. But that then would be money, but then there'd be more money coming in. So it would yeah. kind of balance itself out. So we having, we would be fine if we went up. We'd be able to still play in the league. Having been involved in clubs, admittedly, at a much lower level, trying to progress up the pyramid, you're never as far away as what you think you are. And with a bit of a direction in terms of, like, if, if the league above, the National League would say, you need X, Y, and Z, once you have that direction, you can put, all your resources and all your time and effort into achieving those things. Um, I'd also say that ground grading between the National League and National League North and South is probably not... I don't think it is. It's a surprisingly small gap. Yeah, I reckon so. And I don't even think they'd let you in a National League branded league if you didn't have the capability or at least the the chance to improve your facility to get to the next mm. level because the FA directive all the way from the top to all the way to the bottom is we want clubs to move. We don't want clubs to sit still. We want them to progress. We want them to be good in, in their community, their footprint get bigger. And the better way they do that is they move up, up the leagues. And as the higher you go, the more access to funding you get, the bigger slice of the pie you get from the top. Um, the, the FA definitely will not want clubs sat at a level and, that does happen. And when there are clubs that actively put their hand up and say, look, we've got the back wheels to actually push ourselves forward, they'll they'll be behind it. They'll help you out. So I think we're all in agreement then. Is Kev going to be our ideal first guest? Kev or Carl? Kev or Carl? Kev won't come on. I don't think. Do you not think? No. Um, I, we spoke to Carl about coming on as well yesterday on the coach on the way up uh he had other ideas he doesn't really want to come on himself but he gave us a list of names of people that we should get in contact with and he's going to get us contact with that's good that's good so So, like those two at the top of the club are like just works, ass- yeah. They're just massive assets, and like they probably challenge each other professionally. Do you know what I mean? For the best of the club, and that's that's more than healthy. Um, but they're just good football people. They are like if if they're in charge of your football club, you're in bloody good hands. I think they wear their heart on their sleeve, absolutely, don't they? Absolutely. And to be fair, <laughs> if it's even not a heart on your sleeve, they've got a tattoo of. Taunton or yeah. something down. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, if if they if they don't want to come on, which which I fully understand, if they don't want to, um, I wonder if we could potentially record record like a Q and A session with them, whether we're on the bus on our long away journey or whatever, and we just like we give them a little microphone and say, look, we've got X, Y, and Z questions, we've got fan questions, and we so- can we can sort of we can have our little chat beforehand and work out what we, what we, how we're going to run it and whatever, and just make sure they're happy with that. With um, that. Because they're, um, they're, they're going to be so much, they're going to be better than we are at describing what's going on. So with that, again, going back to last night, part of the conversation was uh, Kev saying that instead of people asking us questions, which people are entitled to, he would rather the people ask him at an AGM. Yeah, like, like a fans forum kind of thing. Yeah. So, and I asked, is there plans in place for one 
to happen? And he said yes. Didn't give us specifics on dates or anything. So I think what we could do is we could do a, a live broadcast of that on Peacock's radio or as a podcast so people can listen. And okay. then they'll... Because then that kind of does two birds with one stone. We've got Kev, Carl, whoever on. The fans know from the horse's mouth what's the plan, what's happening, and we get to cover it. So everybody sort of wins. Class. Because there was an AGM or fans forum, shall I say. It was either the very end of last season or the beginning of this one because I went along to it. Um, it was the end of last one because I wasn't around. It must have been. Yeah, I think it must have been the end of last season because we were talking about obviously the plans of Peacock Radio and like how you were coming aboard and stuff like that. And it, it was actually a well turned out event. So, and a lot of questions got answered about this season and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good idea actually. If we if a fans forum does come up and whatever, I think if we were to record it, give the people a chance to, who don't go to listen in live or if we were to record it, go that way. The only thing he said he wanted to make sure is it wasn't like too emotional, too reactive of what's happening on the pitch. Now, say we went five games winning or five games losing, people would react to that and ask questions based on that instead of sure. like proper thinking about the actual questions instead of going, why have we lost six games in a row or whatever? So that's what part of the thing he's trying to sort out is when to do that at the best time, which doesn't interfere with the actual playing squad season and doesn't lead to potential more drama. Yeah. It's got it's gotta be at the end of one season before the next one begins, before preseason starts, like just have a have a that period where you just like it was almost like a review. Do you know what I mean? A review of what's gone, a preview of what's to come and and how are we on our hypothetical five year journey or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maxi, question for you, and this is me spitballing live. Um, you look shattered, by the way. Is he still awake? <laughs> uh, oh, I might have just had laid those open there. Yeah. Do you know, and no problem if you don't, but do you know what the rules are in the league regarding live streaming? Because, and let let me let me go on here the camera that we use to record has the ability to stream live to the clubhouse so then people that can't come away can still go to the ground to the clubhouse drink beers while the game is on rich, no. rich, oh great <laughs> go on rich yeah, i I think that's all to do with I the National League TV. We yes. Um, short answer is no. Long answer, no. I'm not sure if <laughs> I'm not sure how much of the long answer I can share due to no problem how stuff's been signed and this, that, and the other. Um, there's, a, there's agreements between the clubs and, and the national information, uh, how much we share, but yeah, short sure answers now. Thanks for the short answer, Max. Appreciate that. Man. You, you, hey, that. you know me, I always give a short answer for everything, John. I cannot wait to listen to your long answer back tomorrow in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna laugh at that all over again. I think, I think John's potentially got a head, uh, a title for this. <laughs> no, no. Um, no. Quick one regarding the streaming, the National League TV. Then, obviously, we haven't been at home yet for a National League TV game yeah. or being selected for one. Am I right in thinking that if we do, say for example, I think it's Farmer, isn't it? It's the next Tuesday night home game. Uh, yeah, next week. Yeah. So, if that is National League TV, am I right in thinking that they come and ask if they've got commentary? service provided so therefore technically peacock's radio will be on national etv am i right in thinking that you might be yeah you actually might be because i've seen a few of those games and it's definitely commentary now i can't imagine the national league send someone down to do that unless you haven't 
got your own commentary team. Well, sure, so you sure, four-man Peacocks radio. No. Oh, mate. I'm on That's that week. No. I'm on that week. Straight I am... Oh, oh, come on. Long, can oh, I have the long on. answer, please? I want the long answer. Watch it be a week, Richard's away. <laughs> I don't know a, a head commentator being away so much. It's ridiculous. Do you in reckon... Fairness, in fairness, you're the only head commentator we know. So. <laughs> you are the only head commentator in existence. Because <laughs> you're, you're the only person who's got that who's given themselves that sort of title. At this rate, I'm, 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 I'll claim it because I'm actually going to the game. Yes, Your interim you, head commentator. You can leave on Saturday, mate, if by all means, if you want. I don't mind. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. have a domestic live on it. <laughs> so, I'm going to quickly look back. Last... Sat, uh, before last podcast, sorry, you all made a prediction for the Welling score, didn't you? I've got them written down, yeah. Oh, no. How close? Oh, yeah, was... I remember saying it would be 8 7 on penalties, actually. Now you say that. Uh, yeah, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, according, according, according to my Twitter graphic, it was 9 8. I don't know how the hell I got that. I did my maths went wrong. So, well, you got the scores written down, Rich. I have. John's also got them. Um, yeah, I can read my own writing. That's the thing. I don't think Rich can. To be fair, I've actually lost the picture, John. Hang on. Uh, yeah, it's you read it. Uh, so, um, obviously, Jordan was the worst off. Didn't he say 5-0? He said 5-0 and didn't we, he say a We knew hat-trick. that when he said it, though. Like, come on. Yeah, he said a job hat-trick, 5-0 win. He was off. Um, Adam said... 1-0 win. Tough gig. Max said 0-0, but a pen win. Ooh, just, 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 I shouldn't have said it. And I went for 2-1 with Linton and Falston, so I, I don't, I, I got the you result wrong, but I was closest, and I got one of the goal scorers. You were half right and got a goal scorer. Are you two getting half a point each? Between me and John, we had a somewhat close <laughs> time. But... Between the commentary team that were there on the night, we almost got it right. Oh, ads. Is there a... They're digging. Is there any need? <laughs> nah, mate, because the commentary there also said it was 9-8 on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, for some reason, it sounded brilliant. Uh, 75 minutes, absolutely fine. And then 75 minutes in, it just went, don't know what happened. Yeah, we hadn't touched a single thing. It was just, it just went, because it's exactly the same settings as it was for the Hemel game and exactly the same settings as it was for the street game. And all three games sound completely different. It's yeah, got a big thing because it was fine. And then I remember you saying, oh, I'm really cold. I need to stand up. I need to like get the blood moving. You stood up. And then when you sat down, that's when the buzzing started. So it must have just been like a little loose connection or a dodgy wire or something. Well, we have... Second um, stuff off the back of a bus, boys, isn't it? Off the back of a truck when Maxie's picked it up. And I know uh, Max said he was ordering a new part for it. I've yeah, I've I've got some stuff on the way. Oh, yeah, don't that, worry, boys. He was down Peckham High Street, you know, a bit of hooky. <laughs> He's got his coat open, like. <laughs> I stick a mic in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Max doesn't know what Peckham High Street is, does he? So, if we were to call Max our Del Boy Trotter, would he get it? Would you understand, Max? That, that, that's a no. I think, I think this, uh, this is a generation gap thing uh, where you, you oldies say things I don't understand. He can't be Del Boy. Last week, last week he was doing, doing a rap in the most middle class accent. He was like, fucking up them dirty condemns. He's gone from white boy rapper to Del Boy in a week. I don't remember anything of 
No, he's not Del Boy. He's definitely Rodney the Plonker. There's just no need for that. I just come on here and get attacked. Honestly. You're right. It's allowed. Well, only you. Sparking up. I'm here just to spite you, Rich. Thank you, mate. So then, um, that's predictions from last week. We've got Worthing coming up on Saturday. Fingers crossed by the permitting. What we say going to be on it before. I am going to say I'm going to say one all. Adam's going one all. Johnny right down. Going for a uh, Jake. Give me a sec. I'm just getting rid of everything else that was on this board. Because <laughs> uh, I don't need it anymore. Fair enough. So Adam is saying one all. Adam one all. Okay. He plays for Yeovil, doesn't he? Adam one all. Wee. He, he's injured. Oh, mate. <laughs> can I leave yet? No, we're still recording. You can leave oh, when we finish. Yeah, I'll go one all, and goal scorer will be Malachi Linton. Maxwell? I'm going to go one nil to Torn. Okay. With goal scorer being Matt Jarvis. Max is one all. So, I'll explain. I'll explain this. Nat had a... I honestly think Nat had a really good game yesterday. He was actually not, but he, he did my favourite game. He looked much improved. And if he can keep that going, I don't see any reason he can't pick up a goal. He, he did my, um, my favourite bit, which was absolutely hilarious. I he did not make one No, it wasn't even that. It was, I think it was the throw-in that Welling had and threw backwards to one of their defenders. And he just came running in and basically rugby tackled, rugby tackled the guy. And I just started laughing. It was such a poor tackle, but it was so funny at the same time. But yes, uh, yeah, you, you did have you, a you nat- might, nutmeg. You might have seen, you might have seen on Twitter, but I did go a bit mental over Nat Jarvis nutmegging a Welling midfielder. That was, I, I don't know how he did that. Am I phrase? I think I would ever utter, but here we are. John, what are you saying? I'm going to go for a nil-nil. I know it's boring. But I think it's because two teams are going to cancel each other out. Buy your tickets here, folks. Yeah, get your tickets. Come, <laughs> come and watch for Mighty also, Thompson Town. At the same time, I've been wrong every single week, so it doesn't matter what I think. Roll up, a thousand roll gate. Up. You know, there it is. Realist. Come watch Man and His Dog. Watch for Peacocks. <laughs> Sounds like something at Trago Mills. <laughs> Up the Devon, go on, Trago. Up the Trago. <laughs> Might be Cornwall, actually, about it. No, it's Devon. No, Trago. Trago's a Devonshire staple, mate. Let's go. And Richard, what are you saying, school-wise? Their form, just looking at it, is really... They win a game, lose a game, win a game, lose a game. It's really... They're really up and down. Don't um, try and look for patterns. Proper elevator. That's why they're going to draw, just to ruin your whole idea. I'm going to go 2 2. A Desmond. Desmond. Yeah. Oh, I'm the only one that backs these boys. I'm the only one who said a win. Like, come on. Back the boys. I'm not being negative. I'm just thinking that's what it's going to be. Yeah, Max, we're in a competition here. I made a win, bud. Like, I've got a. I don't got care about our competition. Got... I only care about my Peacock's winning, mate. Proper yeah, comes I... from me. Now. I care. I... Now. Now. <laughs> I care about that. But. I, I look at it, they are their good side. They are their good side. They 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 score some goals as well. They've uh, they've had some good results just recently. Two 0 away win at Bath not that long ago. Plus they've had a bit of like three 0 win at Farnborough, like this week. Yes yesterday. Three 0 win last night. Like yeah. Farnborough a decent team as well. They were Again, like Farnborough were flying, flying, flying. They were sort of like six, seven on the spin. They had there. a penalty heartbreak as well at the weekend. They lost to Froome. They did, yeah, they did. But yeah, I think um, I think Wervin will pose a tough team to play against, big time. Rich, who's going to score the goals for you? You haven't said. 
Oh, who's going to score the goals? Um, I'm going to uh, go... Jack Jarvis Brace. <laughs> I'm going to go for uh, Mal and Ross Stern, I think. A repeat of last night for us. Yeah. We have a little five minutes. Have we given our team, given our scores? Yeah, a little five minutes on Mal coming back into the team, by the way. He looks needs super, to start. Looks super sharp, doesn't he? He did. He, I was, put, last he looked night, brilliant. Last night when he came on, I obviously only watched highlights, but the goal just like kills it dead, left foot, turn, spin, hit it. All right, like might take a bobble, whatever, but proper strikers finish sharp, sharp in the box, look great. I think he's gonna make a difference now he's back. Yeah, puts himself about, like runs channels, does a lot of good things. I am I'm really excited to see him play again now he's now he's fit and I don't know what's that since his return. Is that his third uh, goal last night? Yes, three and I think so. so yes, yeah, three and four games he's three, played. Three and four games, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. He, um, yeah, trending upwards big time. Got to be happy with that. So, um, yeah, any other news from around the club, guys? To me think of. Obviously, uh, a talkie game is now being rearranged to nineteenth of December. Um, buy your tickets. Slows the fifth. So that was on the fifth. Yeah, tickets are available for the Torquay game, of course. Ticket only game um, as well. Uh, tickets are still valid, though. Your old tickets, so don't bid them. I can't. They are virtual. This this month at home alone, you know. At got... home alone. Yeah. Hey, um... Oh, get me off this podcast, boys. Up the callies. You know, it's obviously take Farmer out of the equation as. Adam was saying earlier, we've got Weston, we've got Torquay um, this month. We've got Yeovil double coming up at the end of the month. It's going to be a cracking month, isn't it? It could be. Like, it has the potential to be phenomenal. Like, and I think with so many games in such a close, close period of time, if you go on a run, like, what a month. What a month it could be. If you go on a run, if you like good results Saturday, um, and then it starts starts ticking again, all of a sudden no one wants to play Tottenham again, especially not at home. I uh yeah. Boys the boys are in for a good month, I think. We've got two trips to the south coast as well this month. Eastbourne and um Haven't coming up. Is that in the south as well? <laughs> I don't Max and John just looked and literally puffed like, oh, God, another away trip. <laughs> I don't ever want another away trip now. I'm, I'm, if I'm done. A, I'm done with... If it's on a Maxi. Tuesday. It's not. It's just a, no, it, it's a Saturday. Saturday. You're right. Saturdays are fine because I go to bed at a decent time. Boys, <laughs> oh, we're okay. All the Tuesday night games are at home. That's all right then. Yay. Max is literally Max falling off his chair. And my internet... I'm absolutely buzzing to be social media manager, boys. Don't worry about it. Absolutely buzzing to be here, boys. <laughs> to be um, fair, I, I could be in bed right now. I'd be fine with that. I, I did debate. I did debate. So I take my laptop from bed and record podcasts it's, in bed. The, with the Tuesday night game, it's not so much the actual Tuesday night. It's the day after, and it? it's the... It's the it's oh, the yeah, moment. 100%. Now, last night, I was still fine. The sleep hangover that you, you feel like you've got... I, when John put a message in the group chat this morning at five to four saying, I've just got home and you live how far away from the ground? 45 minutes. 45 minute drive. Yeah. So I'm, I'm an hour at and normal speeds. Yeah. So if I'd have gone last night, you're getting back at quarter past three. I, I ain't getting home till half four. My alarm goes off at half six for work. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's not so much the half day you need to take to get up there. It's the half day you need to take to get over it. Yeah, I'm so glad I had to stay booked off. Tough gig. That like when Rob mentioned it in his pre in his post match about the commitment going up there on a Tuesday night. Like you don't understand it. You think you think oh football and like you just play on a Tuesday. Yeah, standard whatever. But these boys like that is hell of a commitment. You got you got loads of boys there that come back from fitness like Dan Ball. Is that his first start of the season? I think I believe so. Joe Guest. Uh, you know, started, started with a Somerset Premier Cup game, but for first sort of that doesn't count. Oh yeah, yeah. Proper competitive start. Yeah. So he's he's come through. He played ninety last night. Joe Guest has come back into the team. Um, 
because he was injured for the Dover game and then he came on because someone got injured. I think Lee Luke got injured. He, got injured. he then got injured as well, reactivated it. So he hasn't played for six weeks. Um, he's played 90. We've had a bit of a potential new look um, lineup formation. Yeah, it's, there, there's a lot of positives yesterday. All on a Tuesday night, which is far from ideal. Just looking, and one last topic before we get into the questions at the very end. Um, last bit of news was Harold Needs um, has become club president. What a guy Harold is, by the way. Oh, he's, he's, he's a actually chapeau. What was he there yesterday? No, he wasn't, to be fair. Surely, yeah, surely not. But he is there, front seat of that bus, every away trip, pretty much every Saturday. Him and his, I assume it's his wife. It is, yeah. Like, oh my Jesus, what a servant to the club. Um, Yeah, there, there, there's there's no better person walking this planet to be president than, than Harold. And to be fair, he's got big boots to fill in, filling Tom Harris's boot, um, shoes. But, yeah. you know, ever since I've started going to watch Taunton, you know, I was about seven or eight, so so big. Harold's been there all the time. He used to run a supporters club. He used to run the 50-50 draw. He used to be on the turnstile. He would sell programmes. The guy's done it all. And he's an asset for the club. He really is. I'd love to just spend 10 minutes with him, 20 minutes with him, just talking about the changes he has seen Oh, I don't tonight. think that would be a 10 20 minute conversation. <laughs> probably not, no, probably not. But he especially if Max I, is I'll around to him at oh get off, get off, please. <laughs> nearly just, that. Oh, nearly. Just, just just bully someone else, please. Shooting from the hip, John Reed. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I spoke to him at Chelmsford for five, ten minutes, just just have a chat. And then I um Debbie, photographer, gave me the sort of the the backstory to Harold and and Tom and told me the history and I'm just like like jaws on the floor just listening to like what they used to do and how they used to get the club off the ground and um there was like like a group of sort of like three or four of them and Tom and Harold were were the last two with us and obviously Tom's passing now and Harold's sort of taking on the reins as president is I love that side of the history of the club it's fantastic so then we move into questions. Um, we've always we've answered one that Debbie gave us, like who do you want to see as a guest? Um, did you answer that one, Richard? Who do I want to see as a guest? Yeah. Um, I would love to see the likes of Kev or whatever come onto the podcast. Um, obviously we discussed that. Uh, I would love to see like a player come on. Like I think Nick Grimes would be great to have on. To be honest. Um, yeah. Just to get a player input, because I know some players listen in. Um... We're talking about you, Phil Mandonka. <laughs> Saying that, I, I would love Phil on the podcast. We had, a, love we had okay. a pretty pretty decent conversation with Carl yesterday about Phil. And oh, really? Yeah, it, it was... Um, I'm not going to go into detail, because I don't know how much we're allowed to say. But Philly said you were crap and you're getting released. Saying he was really highly rated by bigger clubs. And we've luckily managed to get him. So he's apparently a really good player with a really bad injury and just needs time to come back. But we know he listens. So hi, Phil. Hi, Phil. Thanks for that, Phil. Thanks, Phil. Um, I know, I know you've mentioned before, Rich, you want. Lloyd Irish, yeah. Um, again, spoke to Carl about that, and he said a lot of the stories that we will be told we're not allowed to broadcast. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable, Peacock's radio uncut (laughs) after dark. That's on a uh, that's that's on a special edition, but we uh, we can't put on Spotify. That is a special edition, we can pay per view, pay per view special edition. (laughs) Oh bless! I swear, Charles goes out the window that episode, surely. But 
but um, Carl did raise a good alternative to Lloyd in his brother Owen. Oh, Owen would be a brilliant shout because we, he said that Owen can talk about how the club was during his time and compare it to the expectations and realities of what the club is now. Yeah, but Owen was a brilliant player as well. Great centre off. I remember him very well. Obviously so, from the other side. Um <laughs> thought he was very, very annoying centre half to have to play against. So the only other like guess we're gonna have coming up is I've spoken to a friend of mine who we mentioned it before, Woody, who's been a fan for a very long time. Um going through going through a few bits at the moment with him personally, but want to talk to him about his life supporting of the club and how the club's become a support network for him for his battle against alcoholism. So, and he's up for it. He wants to come on, wants to chat. So I think in the next couple of weeks, we'll sort that out. So that'd be good. Are we going to, are we going to do that one as a normal episode or do we have it as a kind of special? Is that something we need to work out? Yeah, I need to speak to him about it, but um, I'm sh- he'll be listening to this and he'll probably get back to us once he's listened to this, I expect, which would be good. Questions then. Got one regarding, a funny one regarding yesterday. Um, it, basically, if we were to be involved in that penalty shootout, how are you doing in that shootout? Are you scoring or are poorly. you missing? Me, very, very poorly. Me personally, yeah. if I'm in that shootout, something's gone severely wrong. We are desperate for players like we were last night. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Adam, Adam we, we saw your touch against Bath. I back you to score. <laughs> Mate, that's to kill the ball dead. That ain't to kick it forward, is it? <laughs> yes, to stop it. Um, I, I mean, what I would like to happen and what I, what might happen, I would, I would definitely have given it straight back to those fans as well after. I've watched the highlights, obviously, like I said. They were, they were doing their best to disrupt, um, disrupt the boys, and there were a few little. What's uh, the ball? Once, yeah, I, I love that. I um, yeah, I, I like a little lifted pen. Out, out the reach of the keeper. If I was taking a penalty. I've got two left feet, so it's it's going left, it's going right, it's going over the bar. It could go anywhere. I'm going upper left section of the goal as I look. So I, Any analysts out there that want to scout my penalties, that's where I'm going. I, I've got a philosophy of penalties. I would rather it be on target and save and over the bar, personally. See, I think, so, that's, very, uh, I think that's a very English way of looking at it. I would say, John, are you scoring? Are you trying to run, run up, run up the ball? Well, somebody's got raised already out of breath. Oh, that's my joke. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Um, I like to say I'm going to smash it down the middle, but knowing me, I'll probably fall over as I kick the ball, and I'll probably put out for a throw in. I was <laughs> going to ask you a really funny question, but you know just what? Do it. Just, just do it. We've got my undivided attention until this is finished, and then I'm gone. Max, we've not had it since we've started, bud. Come on, don't paint that picture. <laughs> right, the question I got asked us at work the other day, you get you get to a service station, so like us, it's Reading Services, but Reading Service Station has been expanded, and in that service station is any possible takeaway you could possibly get, but you have £10 only, what are you getting? Bat. No, 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 service station. What did he no, say? Service station. I, I'm getting diabetes. <laughs> Knowing a service station for a tenner, all I'm getting is a bottle of water. I'm having a wee. I'm getting a bottle of water for a tenner when I'm broke. Chicken. I'm getting chicken. Kentucky Fried or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just this. It's my. It's the staple now. It's the staple. It's. Red and services. I just, I'm, I'm team KFC. If, if I could pick any takeaway, it's just not the time to eat a Chinese, though, is it? It's not. It's, 
oh, every time's the time to be a Chinese. Would you have? Would you have a curry? Would you have a curry? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. You'll be driving like three hours time, and then suddenly, boom! It hits you. Meat and sour, chicken balls. Takeaway would be fine, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be fine. If you had chicken balls with salt and pepper chips. If you had, yeah, salt and pepper chips. If you had like even a chicken chow mein. Do you know what I mean? Like. Don't they have like those? Like, what's it? They have like yo noodles. Yo noodles, don't they? Yeah, but no, there's another one with the little like the the noodle boxes. Like chicken noodles. I know what you mean. But but when I forget what it's called. I've never been there, but it looks good. When we stop at Reading Services on the way back, it is a four man platoon straight to KFC. Like yeah, the four well, of us, on, we clearly. know the drill. And anybody that is in our way is getting rolled over. Move. They are it, it is like Move, we are get out of way, part the sea like Moses. Everybody's Moses and everyone else is the Red Sea. And out we go. Guys, you weren't there for the Hemel game. Oh, uh. We got to Reading Services and we were starving. Poor game, poor result. Everyone was quiet. And then I know what you're gonna say. Getting hungry. Get to KFC. Closed. I'm leaving. I'm checking out. That's heartbreaking. Go for next service station. So, yeah. So we went to Burger King instead, and that was absolutely uh, rammed. Dog. Did you get chicken there, or did you? Have, yeah. Did you have? A... You still I have got, chicken. I got nice. the um, chicken fry share box thing, all, like all twenty to myself. Nice. You should have, you should have seen the look on Harold's face when John walked onto the bus. He had a bag. I kid you not, was massive. And he was like, "Is that all for you?" Yeah. yeah. I'm a growing lad, just growing outwards. How do we feel? <laughs> and I don't know if this will make the pod, but how do we feel when we talk about the, the takeaway? McDonald's have brought a little game changer where you can get the chicken combo thing that's like. 16 quid or whatever. I know it's outside the tenner, but if you half it, you got two quid change each there. Is that the um it's like nugget. four nuggets and ten chicken selects or something? Sharing that, I ain't sharing, staying to me. So it's it's ten selects and twenty uh chicken twenty nugget share box. I There's can no that. no way, John. You're not putting ten selects and twenty nuggets away. I don't doubt John for a second. <laughs> Do you think you are? I, I don't I, doubt I, John's I abilities for a second. could do that, absolutely. Challenge yeah, play, bud. He's thrown away. If you want to pay for it, I will prove No, no, no. I, 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 I don't think that... I think if you're confident, fair enough, I'm not going to bet against you. I, I can um, eat a whole family bucket of KFC to myself. I can have that. You, you oh, I, don't think I don't think that's something to be like massively proud of. But I now. don't do it, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Society wants us to believe that there is only one type of athletic achievement. I would dispute that that is a second one. I would dispute that it definitely is not. Eating a bargain bucket is an Olympic event. Man, oh. that's like ten thousand grams of protein. Like you are your hench. No. It was um on the coach yesterday. Me and Max got KFC. We were sitting eating it. All the players were walking past going, oh, that smells so good. Oh, that smells so good. After they've got salads. Who's the jealous one? Who's jealous? They've all got salads and like pasties and stuff. And then there's me and Max scoffing fried chicken back. And and a kebab after the game. In that moment where you're devouring fried chicken, who would switch places with who? Yeah, exactly. I I ain't switching for nothing. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) <laughs> that's my question summed up then boys really I think it's KFC wins isn't it always yep. that's why I've got the KFC football shirt KFC Barmy Army it's just it's just the best it is KFC just, away KFC away every other Saturday <laughs> KFC I, think then, I think then chaps that sums up episode 6 unless anyone else has got anything else not that I can think of. Ideal. I'm I'm just ready for I've, no. I've got one. I've got one more thing. Oh, Asam, Asam, I've got good news for you. Yeah. You don't have to get naked at Wembley. <laughs> yes, and I that I do remember. Such a disappointment. Good news. Anyway. Thank you and good night. All of a sudden, <laughs> he's gone. He's he's left.
nations. We love you, Little slice of peacocks in your pocket.